greatness and excellence basically is who you are at every moment like really the disciplines that define you yes. how you we do one thing is how we do everything people don't get that yeah. they have the mindset that oh putting that cart back doesn't matter walking past that piece of trash on the ground regardless if yeah. it's mine or not totally. it doesn't matter mm -hmm. you know re-racking the weights it yeah. doesn't matter yeah. and they don't realize that mindset is why they never will be successful all right, so this podcast is centered around personal excellence and visionary leadership, how to redefine possibilities in the world around you. My goal is to destroy all small thinking and enable people to think bigger and take more action. Today, we have an amazing visionary leader on the podcast, Brian Nabavi. Brian is the CEO and founder of Till You Collapse. Till You Collapse is a clothing line that has grown into an eight-figure business. He's also an elite business coach and a brand builder. Brian, thanks for being on the show. Appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so we'll, we'll dive into Till You Collapse, but yeah, I kind of want to take it back, man. So, so yeah. fill me in on your childhood, where you grew okay. up, and, and kind of that, that I grew whole story. up locally, really. So okay. I was born down in Orange County, like Southern California, until I was like two years old. Mm -hmm. And then I moved up here, uh, like uh, Citrus Heights, okay. uh, yep. you know, yep. Orangeville area, mm -hmm. kind of Carmichael, grew up in this area, um, until I was about 12, and I moved out to uh, Roseville area, and yep. kind of grew up out there, high school and stuff like that. Parents split up home, my parents were divorced. Okay. Uh, my dad was an immigrant, he came over here from Iran okay. uh, in the 70s, so I'm half Persian, and then my mm -hmm. mom's side's like Italian and German, so okay. I'm half Italian and German. And and just really, uh, you know, middle class uh, is my kind of mm -hmm. growing up. My dad, you know, that typical immigrant mindset of school is everything. Yeah. School, 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 That's college, right. college, college, especially Persian. You got to be a doctor. You got to be a lawyer. You got to be one of those professions, That's right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, <clears throat> very uh, scarcity mindset, okay. that old school, like save everything. Mm -hmm. Don't spend money. Don't take risks. Like yeah. just like hoard everything, which he made a great life. I mean, he came in here. I can imagine going to a country, you know, in my twenties, not knowing the language, barely totally. not knowing anybody yeah. and then creating a life where he made multiple six figures a year. He has his own house paid off in cash. So obviously that, you For know, sure. you can build a good life like that, yeah. but a very safe life That's you know right. what i mean um yeah. and you know i was a fat kid growing up mm -hmm. so i was i was really overweight um that i made fun of for my weight um and when i was 13 years old so last 29 years i've been kind of in the fitness mindset space mm -hmm. and that i taught i go back to it started then wow you know so there was no podcast back then you know i'm 41 i was born in 82 so mm -hmm. i'm an 80s 90 baby that's right um i do miss those times though man yeah, yeah i miss yeah. it now yeah. whenever i miss the 80s and 90s that's but right. um you know i uh there was no podcast there was no social media you know i was just a kid that knew i wanted to be in shape mm -hmm. i didn't want to be overweight anymore yeah. um so i picked up a book and taught myself how to work out yeah. and that right there at 13 years old is kind of like the story of what i do yeah. like i i just pick something up and i kind of figure it out on my own it's not always the best right but yeah. like yeah. that that's something i preach to people is like just do it just yeah. take action like totally. you know, so many people overthink shit and they try to they yeah. need to study it they need to learn about it they need to do this and before you know it's been two years right. and you haven't done shit yeah. right and it's like in those two years what could you have done if you were totally. taking action moving forward figuring out yeah losing and fucking up but you're, you're still moving inching forward regardless that's as opposed right. to doing nothing yep. and then maybe you got started in two years that's right. whatnot yeah. So taught myself how to work out. Uh, what was the, the, was there like a trigger point? Did you see someone or was it just like, I'm sick of being fat and I want to get in shape? I just knew, you know, I was, I was, you know, 
kids are mean, man. Yeah. Nowadays more than ever, right, with social media and everything. But, like, kids have always been mean, especially the younger kids, you know. So it's like, you know, I, I was starting to get made fun of a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I knew just like, you know, I, I used to, I was in the bodybuilding and I, you know, I wanted to, you know, the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger thing and That's muscles. Right. And okay. I wanted to be a bodybuilder and I wanted to be yeah. in shape. And I knew that, like. I had to educate myself. So I just got a pair of dumbbells in my room, got the encyclopedia of bodybuilding, 800-page book, read it front to back at 13 years old, and just taught myself how to work out. And then between, you know, freshman year of high school to really sophomore, junior year, totally transformed my body, transformed my mind, Mm because your mind really comes with the fitness too, um, the discipline and consistency and that kind of stuff. And that's just really the cornerstone of everything I've done. Because I'm horrible at so many things, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. My kids spell an ad better than me. Like, they do a lot of things (laughs) better than me. Like, there's a few things I'm good at, and they're the things I'll talk about as well. But, like, discipline is one of them. Taking action is one of them. Consistent. They're just the basics, right? But like, it's actually going through with those basics and going through with those basics every single day, Mm -hmm. seven days a week. That's right. For weeks, for months, for years, and that's that's the hard part because people can be disciplined for a season. Yeah. Yeah. Or when it when when it's convenient or when they're going towards something, they get somewhere and then they stop, right? And then they fall back, right? right. So, um, you know, got in shape and then found out fitness was my passion, right? Yeah. So then I, I got into training people. I was 18 years old, got hired right here in the Roseville 24-hour fitness. Okay. You know, yeah. I was 18 yeah. years old yeah. and I was 20, 22 years ago, 21 years ago. Mm-hmm. 41. I told you I'm horrible at math. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. somewhere. I was 18 yeah. years old, yeah. Roseville 24-hour fitness, came on as a personal trainer, Um and I've, you know, I've always been in sales. Sales is one of the best professions. All my jobs, my first job at 16 years old was selling lawn and garden equipment okay. at the Sears and Sunrise Mall. So Sunrise Mall, Sears, lawn and garden. Crazy, I was 16 years old and I was working next to, you know, I was 16 years old and there was, you know, guys that were 50 years old, 40 year old, 60 years old. That was their main job yeah. because you could make six figures a year mm-hmm. selling this lawn and garden furniture, That's uh, crazy. Uh, like lawnmowers yeah. and tractors. Yeah. Cause you make commission every sale. Like you sell a tractor, you make a hundred bucks. Like, yeah. you know, that could be money. Yeah. And I came out the gate, you know, sales is in my blood. Um, so that I, I personal training, I started 18 years old yeah. and I started breaking companies records at 24 hour fitness. I was selling 30,000, $40,000 a month wow. in personal training. Wow. So I love sales, but I also love training as far as helping people transform yeah. their body, transform their mind mm-hmm. because I know I did it. Yeah. So I had clients losing a hundred, 200 pounds and that was very fulfilling. You know, yeah. that was, I loved it because I was that good person totally. and yeah. I just loved helping people. That was the fulfillment. Yeah. yeah. I love people. You know, I, it was doing, I was doing my passion. Yep. I was helping people grow and it was, I was loving it. Right. Yep. And it's kind of gone full circle because it's kind of what I do now, my coaching mm-hmm. side of my business. So yep. it's kind of a different level, yep. different aspect, but it's kind of two in the same, Pretty right? Similar. Yeah. Um, but I, I was doing that, doing great. Right. Um, but still, you know, back then when you, you know, personal training, 20 bucks an hour, mm-hmm. 22 bucks an hour, 10% commission. That's so right. yeah, I'm selling 30, 40 gram at 10% of Still that. Still three, right? four. Yeah. 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 But not yeah. crazy money. Like yeah. decent, okay money, but yeah. you're not like, yeah. you know, um, and then I left, you know, this is, and then the real estate boom kind of started happening. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I had a bunch of people from fitness, you know, because sales is sales. Totally. You know, if you're good at sales, you can sell anything on any platform, For right? Sure. Same um, so, you know, a lot of the fitness guys were getting in the mortgage industry, you know, because when mortgages are booming, you know, remember back in the oh, day, yeah, like yeah. 2000, 2000. They didn't have so like, restrictions on Right, like yeah. 2000. Yeah. So it was just Wild West. Yeah. Sell, so you sell, you can make money, right? Yeah. So a bunch of my buddies were jumping for fitness to that, you know. Mm-hmm. 
and they were making crazy money. Yeah. And I was like, I was way better at sales than them. I'm like, you're making what kind of money? <laughs> you're right? like, I'm in, I'm yeah, in, I'm yeah. like, let me do it. Yeah. So for me, like, I waited way longer than them. Yeah. You know, hindsight, I wish I would have gotten away sooner because I would have made a lot more money. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to leave my passion, right? Yeah. As I was doing my passion. I was making decent money and really fulfilled, right? That's right. But I made a big mistake. I left my passion for money. That's right. I tried to chase money. And me at that age, I'm 24 years old. I'm like, I can make seven figures selling mortgages. Like, okay. I mean, you know? Yeah. So I, I jumped in. You know, I jumped in. This was about 2006. Okay. So I jumped in um, and I made like six figures my first month. Wow. And I'd never seen six figures before, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I was making at the most before six grand a month. Okay. Seven grand a month. And, and you were single at the time? I was single at the time. Okay. No, okay. I, at the time when I was training. When you and were then, training. And then I got with my wife, been my wife for 19 years. Okay. okay. So when I jumped from the fitness to the mortgage, I was with my wife. Okay. Got it. I was with, we weren't married then, but yeah. we were together. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. So yeah, wasn't single, mm-hmm. but um, also never been around money like that. Didn't know how to manage money. Didn't know for what sure. to do with money. Even though my dad kind of taught me what to do with money, all he told me was save. That's right. Not invest because he was... Yeah. Closed mindset, like sure. not invest, no risk, like save, 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 buy a house, buy one house, and that's it. Save that's everything. Right. That's the whole mindset, right? That's right. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was making that money and spending it, you know, cars, as and fast as trips. Came, yeah, yeah. I just got, I didn't know, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just doing it, and you know, and it was it was great for a while, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but then the crash happened. Yeah. And when the crash happened, you know, um, in 08, yeah. 07, 08, 07, 08. Yeah. Yeah. Started happening. I was just getting it right at 06, right before it started happening. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was a very short lived as far as the money. Then it started to go downhill quick. That's right. Um, and you know, at that point I had my first baby. Mm -hmm. I have four kids now, but my, my 16 year old, Mm -hmm. it was like one years old. Then he was born in 2007. So 2008, he was about one years old. Um, and, you know, I had one baby and, you know, I'm very stubborn, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't like to quit. Yep. Um, so I stuck in it, you yep. know, and it was, it was a dying industry and, you know, like, especially that first year or two, there was nothing happening. Oh, you yeah. couldn't sell yeah. mortgages. No. You could, no one could get approved. Nothing could happen. Totally. And I'm sitting here and you know, I still had money. I didn't spend all my money, but you know, I had money Yep. and I'm still sticking in it, trying to be stubborn, trying to still win, trying to still close deals. And I'm burning through my savings living. Yeah not really making anything. That's and you right. know, when you're not making anything and you're just, It'll go money fast. goes very quick. Yeah. And I've, yeah. I've always been a sole income in my household, you yeah. know, so um, money went really quick, right? right? And then that point, we got to a point where we kind of lost everything, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of the chip on my shoulder that I use every day. Mm-hmm. And it's why even, you know, some people see me and think I have success, but I feel like I'm, I'm not successful because A, I have a lot bigger goals than I'm at totally. now. Yep. And B, like, I have this chip on my shoulder that causes me to work like I'm broke still because I never want to go back to that dark place, which is really the the lowest for me, you know, and everyone has their own story. But for me personally, other than being overweight and young, that's the other second pain point. What's like Ed Milet always talks about too. He says things happen for you, not to you. And so when you look back, that was probably a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be where I'm at now if that didn't happen. That's right. So, you know, I kind of lost everything. Mm -hmm. You know, all my cars got repoed. Mm -hmm. 50 grand in credit card debt, 400 credit score, like very bottom, nowhere to live, you know? Wow. Um, so and you had a one-year-old at the time, one-year-old yeah. at the time. Okay. So then that's my darkest point. Like I'm, uh, my, my main goal in life is like mm-hmm. a provider, a that's father. Right. Yep. Like that's my, that's favorite. how men are wired. That's my favorite yep. thing, yep. right? As yep. old school men, that's how we're wired. Right? Right. right. So it's like, I failed at everything 
mm-hmm. I wanted to do, right? Yeah. So it, was, it hit me hard, right? Mm-hmm. But then what do you give two choices? You either dwell in it or you get up and dust yourself off. Mm-hmm. Like, Fuck this. I, I yeah. need to get moving again. So, Well, like um, what you mentioned earlier, too, the action piece. I feel like I've, I've interviewed 15 people now. It's such a big key to successful entrepreneurs. Yeah. It's taking action and fast. So fast. how long did you dwell in it and oh, then take action? I mean... Right away. Right away. Yeah. There okay. was no dwelling. Yeah. You know, I couldn't yeah. because I was already so behind, so negative. Like I had to make money. Yep. So I said, forget this. I'm going back to my passion. Okay. And my passion was fitness. Yep. So I, I went back to fitness, but I knew I had a family now. I had kids. I needed to make more money than mm-hmm. personal training, yep. you know, six, seven grand a month. So I got in the sales aspect of the gym industry. So okay. selling gym memberships instead of selling training okay. and, and there's a lot more commission. What gym did you work for at the time? CalFit. CalFit, okay. And it's local. The, the Calif- California yeah. Fitness. I started at the Folsom one. Okay. The full, big Folsom club, just selling memberships. Mm-hmm. And within a year, you know, here's the thing, like I said, and I, I tell people this all the time, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're an employee, mm-hmm. and you know how people are nowadays, especially this newer generation, like whatever you do, yeah. be the one that stands out. Totally. Like go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Get there early. Yep. Stay late. Work harder, work smarter. Totally. Be more consistent. Yep. Go the extra mile. Like, do that kind of shit, and you will stand out. You For will sure. be recognized. You, you stop bitching about being broke or not getting recognition. You're not yeah. doing what it takes to get that. That's right. Look in the mirror. It's That's on right. you, right? Yep. So I, I hustled like I always do, became the top salesperson, got my own club, right? Within a year, I got promoted to sales general manager. Wow. And a sales general manager back then had a lot of responsibilities. You know, we had our personal sales. We had obviously the club monthly sales goal mm-hmm. to hit for units and membership sales. Yep. And then we had to train the team. We had to manage the team, obviously our own personal sales. And then we also had personal training sales and all that kind of stuff. Wow. So yep. it's a sales kind of overseeing. So for rep. sure, there was, there was two top positions in the gym. There was an operations general manager mm-hmm. and then there was a sales general manager. Got Those it. are the two top pieces within the club. That's right. So there's, you can't go yeah. anywhere up, but then yeah. that's the top place. Wow. And for me, it was sales. So I was a sales general manager, mm-hmm. got promoted to the Sunrise and 50 location. Okay. Yep. So Sunrise and 50 was my first club, and I went from Sunrise and 50, I went to the Natomas location, which is one of their biggest gyms, over 100,000 square feet. Wow. And then the Folsom location kind of went full circle. I went to manage the club I started at. Okay. Over 100,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the Rockland location, the Sunset one, which is a bigger club as yeah. well. So I managed their bigger clubs and I went back to Folsom. Okay. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm building teams up. I'm have, my guys are getting promoted to general managers. So, you know, that's the thing as a true leader. Totally. Like, who can, how can you build up your team to go to the next To level? advance. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's yeah. right. That's lead by example. And that's yep. the main goal. So I was having a lot of my guys being promoted. We were breaking records, making money, yep. like 150 grand a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. is some people's goal. Yeah. And right? this was t- 10 years ago? Or? This was about 10, 11 years 11 ago. Years so ago. it's still not that much money, but yeah. it's more than nowadays, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but even back then I was broke mm-hmm. and I'm continuing to have kids yeah. because I like practicing. <laughs> no, but I, but I, yeah, I, like, I like practicing. I, that's not a lie. That's right. But, uh, I, you know, I, I continue to, you know, I have, I think at this point, three kids, yeah. three kids okay. at this point yeah. in California with one income, yeah. 150K, you're getting by. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, let's be yeah. real, yeah. you know? Especially if you, you bought a nice house or whatever. Yeah. Right? yeah it'll like go it's, fast. Yeah. It yeah. goes real yeah. quick. So, um, you know, um, at that point, I was kind of like at a point where, you know, I'm very passionate about cars. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had posters of Lamborghinis and Porsches and Ferraris and those kind of cars on my, on my, as a kid. That was my original passion, right, yeah. as far as, like, want to make money and be successful. And that's, that's right. always ingrained in me still. That's why I have so many cars and I 
modify them and everything. Mm-hmm. I've always modified cars. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then obviously when I had a family, freedom and time and experiences with them came before the cars, but the cars are still high up there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I'm working my ass off. And, and then, you know, sales and any car industry, gym industry, you're working you know, bell to bell, mm-hmm. 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., yep. sometimes seven days a week at the end of the month. Yep. So I'm working this job that's 60-plus hours a week, yeah. still broke, yep. missing my kids' sporting events, missing yeah. my important shit, right? Yep. Because you're for a corporation, you know, you're working for the man. you got to do right. what they need, right? Yep. Especially when you're at that top position. Yeah. I mean, you're driving all the revenue for the club. For sure, yeah. 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 So it's like, okay, <clears throat> I kind of had a realization like, this is not the life I want to live, right? I want to coach my kids' teams. Yeah. I want to be at all their shit. Yeah. I want to be an involved father because yeah. having kids and being an example for them is everything for me, for right? Sure. So, yeah. you know, and then I, I want to drive those cars too. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do it doing this. And so, there's nothing you know, wrong with that. No, yeah, like, and, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I, I wanted more. Yeah. 150 grand totally. a year was not enough for me, yeah. right? And uh, Where do you think that desire comes from? Like, can you pin it back to something? It just, it became, like I said, honestly, I go back and I think, and it, and it really, you know, as much as people talk about material things and cars, and it's very viewed as a negative thing. A yeah. lot of people hate on it. Yeah. And the funny thing is a lot of people deep down, they like it and they want For sure. it. Yeah. But they hate on it because the reason why they hate on it is because they know they're not doing what it requires to get to that. Totally. And it's, their own insecurities come out. So yeah. then when they feel that way, negativity comes out. Mm-hmm. Certain, and that happens in all situations. Yeah. Right? They don't feel like they'll ever get it. So it's For like, sure. We're and, and, on and, what we can't and, get. and the funny thing, in, in hindsight, that mindset is why they know we're For sure. it. Right? right? Instead yeah. of like being happy when they see somebody that achieves something, mm-hmm. how did you get that? Yeah. Like how? Ask totally. someone how they did. Yep. Learn. Mm-hmm. Be open-minded. Mm-hmm. Not instantly go to hate like, oh, they're mm-hmm. flexing. They're hating. Like, That's right. I've had nothing. Yeah. I remember I've, I was 18 years old. I, I, I saw a Ferrari at a gas station and I went up to this guy. I'm like, what do you do for work? Yeah. Can I work for you? Yes. Right. And then he was an insurance agent and yeah. I ended up selling insurance. There for you him, go. You know? Yeah. And that's, you know, honestly, when you think, I think it comes down to a, you know, not liking the feeling of struggling, mm-hmm. even making the kind of money I was making and having that chip on my shoulder, that fear of like that feeling when I lost everything, totally. like I, I am never going back there. Yeah. And then also, honestly, the cars, like yeah. I said, it's like, I'm like, you know, at that point I was, you know, driving hand-me-downs because when I lost everything, I didn't have the credit to buy anything. I didn't have the money to buy anything. So, you know, like I had a hand-me-down car that was a, a kind of a hoopty that I was driving just yeah. to get by, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I still had that desire in me. Like I would see those cars. I'm very passionate about cars. You yeah. know, I raced cars when I was younger and I, I modified all my little cars from yeah. 16 on. Like I modified every car. Totally. And so it's like, I'm not anywhere close to that. At this point, I'm 31 years old. Yeah. And, you know, I'm getting older. Yeah. 31 years old is still young, but like, hey, yeah. my life's, you know, yeah. I need to take well, this And serious. not to cut you off, but you think about yeah. it. You had a, so there was the past. So the, you were pulled away from the past because you didn't want to go back. Yeah. And you had a vision. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the people that For achieve. For sure. 100%. Driven by a little bit by fear. They don't yes. want to go back, but then they're also mm-hmm. motivated by the future. They have to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You have to be looking forward. Totally. You can't be just looking back yeah. all the time. Yeah. Right. And then, so, you know, I barely graduated high school. I didn't go to college. I went to Sierra college for a few semesters and around. I have like zero credits for a few semesters. Yeah. Like I would start a semester <laughs> yeah. and I would go finished. to, I would go to classes half the time and I would just stop yeah. literally. That's real. Right. Yeah. And, um, school just wasn't for me. Yeah. Right. And then, so I was like, you know, 
I knew being a business owner, entrepreneur was the way to go. Mm -hmm. And you know, back 10 years ago, this is right when social media was getting started. There really wasn't much of it, much podcast, nothing. It was all infancy of everything, right? But I was like, I need to start my own business. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know how I'm going to do it, what I'm going to do it, but I know that it's going to be involved. My passion is going to be involved. I was never going to leave my passion again, right? Um, So, you know, how can I sell shit? Online, I knew online too. You know, mm-hmm. online sales, making money twenty four hours seven or across the world. Totally. I was like, that's the way to make money, right? Yes. Yeah. So I was like, I just had an idea. I was like, I'm gonna create a fitness apparel brand, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Just out of pull out my ass, yep. and like I, I, I'm not a fashionable guy. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I'm not. Yep. But I don't really like fashion. But fitness, you know, I, I found a way. To, I found a way to turn mm-hmm. my passion into money, yep. right? Yep. So, and then I started the social media. Mm-hmm. And Your I, own personal, right? Or or the company one. The company one. The company, the company one was my personal initially. Oh, so it was, okay. it was it started as my personal slash company one. So yep. if you go the crazy thing is you can go all the way back on my social media mm-hmm. on, on the company one. Yep. And it goes back ten years. And it's crazy to see the first four or five years of posts because it was just like a mix of personal posts Plus the and company. Yeah, it was like all yeah. mixed. It's like me posting food at one minute yep. and then this me That's posting cool. a selfie in the gym. It's you so saved crazy. Them all too. It's cool. all there. Yeah, you yeah, can go back. It's cool. like a running timeline. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, I just stayed up all night to think of the name, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, what kind of name, what's going to, what's something I knew it had to do with like who I was and yeah. what I was about. And I came up with the name till you collapse, yeah. you know, and that's kind of like not. And the funny thing is we're now we're mostly women's apparel and it's like not really a normal name for like a womanly name. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. till you collapse. Right. But the premise behind the name is like. It's mindset, it's yeah. work ethic, it's it's what I live, it's what I breathe, it's what I preach. It's yeah. like, you know, if every single day you go till you collapse, yeah. like how much effort are you, is everyone putting, putting in every day to yeah. everything? Yeah. And the thing is, I'm like, every fucking thing you do from the littlest thing yeah. to the biggest things, mm-hmm. are you giving all of your effort? Totally. And if you really want to be successful as a person in all areas, you have to give as much effort as you can, That's right. leave it all on the field, mm-hmm. Not sometimes, though. Totally. All the time. Yeah. Every day. It's the standard. It has to be the standard. Bottom line. Yeah. There's no There's no compromise from yeah. that. So that's kind of what the name means and stands for, right? So yeah. anyone that represents our brand, they're, ta- they're talking about they live that that name. Yeah. They, they put in that work ethic. They have that mindset, right? That's so it's right. kind of a motivational name brand. Yeah. And it started out with 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. I had 300 bucks. I got some, you know, I... I Downloaded a cracked version of Photoshop. Mm-hmm. You remember the crack oh, yeah. shit back yeah, in the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I downloaded a cracked version of Photoshop. Yeah. I stayed up all night, figured out how to use it, thought of the name, and I designed my first two designs. Looked like shit. Mm-hmm. Looked like a. Fucking- what were the first two products that you had? It was. So I got. I I found a skull. Okay. A skull. Yeah. On Google. Pulled and it I, from there. And I pulled it from there. A little yeah. clip art from Google. Yeah. And I deleted half of it to kind of make it mine. So mm-hmm. I deleted half of it so it kind of looked a little different. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I made it mine. Okay. And then I put beast mode across the neck. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And then across the back, it said, Till You Collapse. Yeah. Just the most random design. Mm-hmm. And that was the first design. And it, and it was not anything special. Mm-hmm. And people bought it. And it kind of took Did you start. buy inventory with the first 300 bucks? Or? That yeah. was inventory. Okay. That okay. was 25 tank tops and 25 t shirts. Wow. That's it. And then did you just sell it personally, like texting people? I, I, well, I had the social media. Okay. I had a right. little website up, yep. but nothing was selling there. Obviously, initially, when you start with zero followers yeah. and you start with zero everything, it's yeah. very slow yeah. progress. People so, think they're going to come. It's like, they ain't coming. No, you got to go find them. No, yeah. and that's the thing is like, here's the thing. Nowadays, you know, 
especially in my industry, mm-hmm. there's more competition than ever. Oh, it's yeah. very saturated. Apparel is a hard industry as it is, but like nowadays, because it's easier than ever for anyone to start. Yeah. And there's a lot of these people with huge followings, especially in the fitness industry, because yeah. they're fitness influencers, they get big followings. Yeah. An easy go-to for them, and I don't blame them, I would have done the same shit. Yeah. You know, you have a million followers, yeah. two million followers, mm-hmm. you want to monetize your following. Totally. Well, how am I going to monetize? I'm a fitness person. Let me sell them fitness clothes. Totally. So that's the biggest competition. And those people start from day one making six figures. That's right. Because they have the following. Yeah. I started from zero followers. That's right. It's a different game when you're literally starting from zero. That's right. You're um, actually building a real company. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then so, you know, especially when you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Google is, you know, I, I'm every single position in the company. Yeah. I'm photographer i'm web design right. i'm advertising yeah, sales, I'm, I'm sales i'm yeah. fulfillment yep i'm everything the right? whole thing yeah and i'm learning as i go yeah. google's teaching me right i'm yeah. figuring out looking stuff I took up. action yeah. yeah yeah there's no podcast there's nothing to follow at this point right yeah. i'm trailblazing that's right um so i'm figuring out i'm slanging the shit out of my trunk i'm slanging in the gym and people are buying it because people believe in me yeah people you know you you whenever you start a company whatever you start mm-hmm. If it's something genuinely that you have a mission or message that you stand sure. behind, you live, and you breathe, people will believe in you even, and here's the only time you can make this happen, mm-hmm. even if your product's not the best. That's right. Because at that point, you know, you got to have an amazing product, mm-hmm. any company. Yeah. You know, referrals and repeat business. Especially to scale. To scale, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For, in the beginning, though, I was able to make it. My product wasn't the best, mm-hmm. the design or the quality. That's right. But it was working because I was living and breathing what, I, and people believed in me, and they yeah. believed in the message of the brand. That's right. So that that's very important as well, that's right? Huge. Obviously, as we progress, we got the quality there and stuff like that. Yep. So that that I you know, and at that this point, you know, and a lot of you listening to this, you know, you want to start your own thing, you're working nine to five. You're really not working that much, guys. I'm telling you this because when I was doing both, mm-hmm. it was about a year and a half, a legitimately 18 plus hour days. Yeah. And you know, people talk about, oh, yeah. I, I worked for sure. I worked 15 hours a day, and you really look at what they yeah. did. Like, you worked seven hours today. Sure. Like, you, you know, might what have mean? been in the office. Yeah, but you weren't. Like, you know, yeah. but this is legitimately yeah. working. You know, the gym seven to seven, coming home, seeing my family for a family dinner for an hour. Yeah. Hey, dad's still alive. I'm still here. That's right. And then I would go to the online grind and the night grind until two, three a.m. Right, yeah. and then repeat it over and over again. So, talk to me about your wife in that time. Right, was she? Was she like your biggest supporter all in? Was there any time where you're like, oh man, you're working too much? Or how did, um, how was that balance? Yeah, there's there's yeah, that yeah. all the time. Obviously, you're working too much, sure. and and but here's the thing, you got to have that conversation. I had that conversation with my kids mm-hmm. and with my spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have that conversation. You have to, you know, just like when you have a team and you build a a team and you sell the vision to That's them, right. you got to sell the vision to your family. Like it's communications, everything, right? So talking to your kids, this is why dad's working so much this is what we're doing. This is what our life's going to be like yep. talking to your spouse, same thing. So sell the vision yep. and communicate. And then, totally. so they know, right. Yeah. And a lot of times you don't say anything. You're just gone all the time. Like, What's mm-hmm. going on That's here? Right. You know? So, so doing that definitely helped, That's you right. know, and then after about a year and a half and doing that, cause it's not realistic to work that much like yeah. long term you're yeah. gonna have seasons where you have For to sure. do that especially yeah. when you're growing different growth phase beginning middle as you scale there's gonna be seasons of that yeah. right yeah. but like it's not sustainable you That's burn right. you burn out right yeah. um so after a year i was grossing grossing six figures yeah which ain't shit, yeah right? but you're not putting that much in no there. you know especially you're doing in a, everything especially though, in so. a parable yeah i'm doing everything yeah. so it's not that bad yeah. so the so, margins were just 
a little higher. Yeah. Yeah. But um, grossing a six-figure, but I knew I had to, like, go all in, right? Mm -hmm. At this point, you know, this is about nine years ago. Okay. I was a year in. Yeah. And I knew I couldn't keep doing the full-time gig and this. It was, you know. And at this point, they were trying to keep me, right? So there was, like, a district sales general manager position, which was probably about 200 grand plus, right? So Mm -hmm. more money. Yep. But still not enough what I want to do. You're not driving the cars I want to drive. That's Making that money. Um, So... You know, they're trying to entice me to stay and do that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of made that decision to go all in, yep. you know, yep. and go all in. And, and that's what I kind of did. Talk to me about that, too, because I actually like I'll meet with people and kind of coach them. I don't yeah. charge for it, but yeah. I feel like so many people, they just like quit right away. And I, there's a time and a place for that. Yeah. But I'm like, you got to prove it a little bit. You have I, I got to see this thing working a little bit you before you to. quit your job. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have, I mean, you have to pay your bills and yeah. you have to, you know, that's the thing is like you make it people. You're right. They make a little little bit of money yep. with this new thing mm-hmm. and they get really excited and they think oh it's gonna it's blow up totally, yeah. well here here's the here's your answer to this right here so for the first four and a half years yeah. i was broker than ever yeah. and this is where most people can't stomach it mm-hmm. right and this is why most businesses fail within the first one to three yeah. years yeah. and it's not you know it's like 96 percent. this is it right price. here yeah. because the reality is they think they made a little money and they're just going to keep going like this instantly. Mm-hmm. The reality is I quit that full-time gig. Mm-hmm. So I had more time to pour into it. Right. Which I was, because yep. that's all I was focused on. That's right. But like we talked about earlier, it was yep. from home. That's right. Which is difficult as totally. well, because yep. it's like, is this, Kids a, real, are is this a real yeah. business? Yeah. Kids or distractions? Yeah. It's like, you know, um, but for the first four years, guys, like I was working still 15 hour days mm-hmm. solely on one thing yep. and it was very slowly scaling it went from like a hundred grand first year mm-hmm. to 130 grand okay. to 150 grand yep. and that's gross yeah that's gross how so, were you generating customers at the time were you doing paid paid ads and, and stuff little paid yeah, ads okay. social media stuff yep. like that mm-hmm. um but not, not as much as I should have back then. Yeah. So like I said, I was trying to do it myself. And like I said, I'm educating myself along the way. And That's this right. is where coaching and mentorship comes Big in time. too. Because I didn't get I didn't get into coaching or mentorship until I was about five, six years in. Mm-hmm. And that would have that would have saved me a lot of time and effort. Yep. And it would have, you know, would have if I coached if I hired somebody that had been in my industry For sure. or done yep. but there's there's also I feel like there's also a benefit of that too, because that's experience I have now that I I move on. And I also, so, and I learned a lot during that time too, but it was like a lot of work and I was barely making it, man. And, but four years of that guys, like, can you imagine? What were you taking home at the time? Like, was it 50% of it? Yeah. Yeah. If I'm lucky. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm making the the same same you were making personal training. Yeah. 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 Still supporting a family of Mm -hmm. five. Yeah. What kept you going in that And I legitimately... I was not making enough yeah. to pay my bills. Okay. So I was li- I'm literally working 15 hours a day mm-hmm. on something that is barely not even paying my basic bills. Yeah. I'm literally flipping stuff and selling stuff and hustling stuff just to pay my basic mm-hmm. bills. And Other stuff, it. not just the clothes, right? Yeah. yeah at the time. Oh, yeah. okay. Like Craigslist, yeah. face stuff like that. Yep. Literally. Wow. I had to because I couldn't even put, like I said, because you were the sole provider. That's it. You know? So it's like, I'm doing this, trying to make this company work. And it's also, I tell you guys, it's a hard thing when you're investing this much passion and time and effort into something. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely growing, but slowly. And you're still like, you're not making it. You're not paying your bills. You're still broke. You still have that chip on your shoulder. I don't want to go back and lose everything. I have no other option. Mm -hmm. And then I hit, you know, 
on the fifth year, it was the worst year ever. So it went down to 80. So I think the fourth year was like 170 grand okay. gross. So yeah. we're still growing, but gross. Yeah. Shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the year after that was like 80 grand gross. Wow. And that was like, what happened? What was the, it was just, you know, the, the, the type of products I was selling. So I started selling women's products like two, three years in, and those really took off. So really the brand kind of diverted and I I was selling women's products two to three to one. Okay. Uh, They were buying more, their higher average order value. So I started focusing more on women's stuff. So that's why my brand kind of transitioned to more women's stuff because that's where the money was. Right. They're the ones Um, who are spending the money. For sure. So, um, you know, but the kind of stuff I was selling, I was selling like these crazy printed leggings and crazy kind of like I was like a $20, $30 price point. Okay. So a little lower price point. And at that point, you know, I kind of looked at the industry and like it was more like the high end Lululemon stuff, more in the basic high, high quality. Yeah. That kind of vibe totally. was going on. So yeah. I totally at the five year point, I totally kind of did a rebrand. Okay. I changed the company, changed the website, changed the products how to do go do all that and this is still on my own yeah. so at this point I'm so you didn't hire a rebrand company no or, yeah, okay. i just like i said i'm you know and here's maybe it's it's part of my fault too like i want to my ass wants to take care of everything myself mm-hmm. like i want i can figure it out right? right and and here's that's a good thing but it also is a bad thing because when you can do someone that does it better than you or mm-hmm. does it faster than you then yeah. it's worth paying for them, sure. right? That, yeah. That's why coaches and mentors are important. Yes, but, huge. you know, I didn't know that back then because really coaching and mentorship back then wasn't a thing. It honestly. wasn't really big. It wasn't, yeah. no. So other than like Tony Robbins and little tapes and CDs and but shit But you couldn't like that, get in a room. No, with it yeah. was like, yeah. you know, so I didn't know about that. Yeah. So I rebranded it re- and did everything different. Yep. And we literally go from an 80 grand gross year to 1.1 million in six months. Wow. So like talk about money I never seen quickly That's too crazy. and high profit margins, yeah. no expenses. Did you hire anybody at that time? At right? that point, I had to hire okay. one employee. Okay, and I still like my Persian ass was paying them ca- <laughs> cash <laughs> under the table. You know what I mean? Like it still was, wasn't even legit. Yeah. Like so you still no, had your dad's kind yeah, of yeah. yeah, a little I, you bit. Know, yeah. And that's part of why I do everything myself. Yeah. Be cheap, save money. Like it's that sure. old school mentality, and yeah. that's ingrained in me, right? That's so right. that's why that's I was right. like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, blew up and ever, and ever since then kind of grew from there, grew a hundred, 150% year over year and kept, kept, kept kind of scaling. And so that rebrand there. really did it. That rebrand you didn't really do did any it. different marketing really like paid a little different. A little different. Honestly, okay. I wish I would have done more paid. I was just talking to my marketing guy today about it. Okay. If I would have done paid back then, it would have really exploded. Cause back then ads were dirt cheap totally. and there wasn't many people in the market like me. Yeah. So it would have been, pfft, yeah. Our brand would have been a lot bigger company by now, mm-hmm. but you live and learn, right? Yeah. So, but I did do a lot of affiliate marketing, influencer marketing. Influencer yeah, marketing. Okay. So I was one of the first doing yeah, that, yeah. and that's what really helped propel yeah. it. And a lot of companies organic. you see, like so, like I had Greg Connolly on here, Trifecta Nutrition. Yeah, yeah, you probably heard of that. Yes, but that's what that's how he grew. For like sure, Andy Forcella. That's how they grew. First yes, one. so it's a big yeah. way to grow. And it still company. is the same way. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's harder now. Everything's harder now. Yeah, yeah. you know, the longer it's, it gets more saturated. Like when you were the first to something, it's always more efficient and works better right so um yeah then here we are now you know we're now and i now i like i I, like i said i got into you know i'm still apparel's hard man you know and like i said i'm gonna be lying i'm saying the last couple years have been a struggle okay you know and it's definitely struggling and now we're kind of going through a rebrand right now we're figuring stuff out because apparel is a very hard industry where um like i said right now there's more competition than ever 
it's oh more saturated than ever. Mm-hmm. The industry, the uh, economy, and the world is diff- more yeah. different than ever. Yeah. Customer spending habits are different. Just the way the world is kind of right. forcing them to be different with yeah. inflation yeah. and stuff like that. And what do you think about? I, th- I feel like apparel. Unless you really do grip people, it's hard to create loyalty. Yes, that that too. And that's the thing. I was going to say that. It's always a hot brand in one minute, then the next hot brand, the next hot brand. That's right. When you really think of apparel, apparel is the largest industry of any industry. Like there's more apparel companies started every year than anything else. For sure. Because there's low barrier of entry. Shopify now. It's easy. It's easier than ever. So there's so many. But the thing about like how many apparel brands you really know on hand, like big names that that stand the test of time. Very little compared to thousands that come every year. Mm -hmm. It's just hard, right? Because that, that flash in the pan, you know, yeah. the life cycle, life cycle of a pair of business is very short yeah. compared to other businesses. Yeah. So I'm, 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 you know, even 10 years in is a very long time for a apparel company mm-hmm. longer than 95% of them. That's you know what right. I mean? So, yeah. and that's what I'm, we're dealing with now because the problem we're dealing with now is like the Amazons and these brands yeah. that, you know, before they were super dirt cheap and the quality was, there was a big difference. Yeah. There was shit quality. You got what you pay for. Yeah. Now they're dirt cheap still. And the quality is pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's not really much different. Like the Amazon I, brand or just companies on Amazon? Companies yeah. on Amazon, the Amazon brand. Like the, the, just the, the company selling stuff for like 20 to $30, mm-hmm. you know? Because yep. my price point has always been right around 50, 60. Yeah. Then you got the high end with like the Lulu and stuff like that. Yeah. That's 100 plus. Yeah. So 50 to 60, I was as good as Lulu, if not better. Yeah. So it's it a still. It's like half off of Lulu, right? right? But for the but the problem is now where I'm at, mm-hmm. there's all these bottom brands yeah. that used to be shit. Like, totally. okay, like if you want something total shit, you get what you pay for. But right. now their quality is as good as me, yeah. as good as Lulu. Yeah. For this low price, and they're they're just they're they're going off of volume, yeah, low right? Margins, low margins, high volume, high volume. Yeah, yeah. and the problem is with the with the with the state of what we're living in, yeah. everyone's pressed. Yeah. Inflation's higher than ever. Mm-hmm. People are making less money than ever. Totally, I under I get it. Yeah. I, I side with them. That's I understand. Right. If you can get leggings that are this good for 20, 30 bucks, because they still why, want them. Yeah, why not? Like, I mean, it's a legging. Leggings are also a. A, a want, not a need. That's right. You can buy one pair of leggings and wear them for the year. Yeah. So that's just what I'm dealing with, yeah. bro. But here's the thing: it fires me the fuck up because yeah. this, 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 this place that we're in right now reminds me of more of those first four to five years, that's more right. of in the trenches and the yeah. grind. Which, fortunately for me, I feed off of. That's right. Like I, I, I feel you like alive. the challenge. Yes, yes. you know what yeah. I mean. Like yeah. I, I, it was easier when we were going like that, which you know, which was nice but you know you get comfortable yeah and it's just human nature yeah. right and, and me as i progress as a man and a person and an entrepreneur this is experience like i'm at a point now mentally and physically at 41 that i've never been in my life yeah. but it took all these years of trials and tribulations to yeah. get there right so of building you really exactly so this what do you think me. so year by year right walk me through the growth and, and then where you guys are at now scale wise as far as like, like just revenue, you know, like the team, you know, how, so you guys started 10 years ago, you kind of walked through the first few years. Yeah, yeah. What was your peak? How, how big were you guys at your peak? Our peak as far as yearly revenue yeah. was right under eight figures. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So I'm, I pulled up, I pulled up a number the other day. I don't know if you saw I posted on Instagram. I never really posted it. Uh, it was like a revenue number, um, for the last like four years. Okay. And it was like. Just about eighteen million uh, for the last four years wow. of revenue. That's amazing, and that's you know, that's, and that, and that, that's just the last four years. Yeah. 
18 million in revenue, super high profit margins and apparel. Yeah. Um, what does your team and, look like and, to support that? And started started with 300 bucks. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, definitely something to be proud of. I'm proud of it, you know, but like I said, I'm also very real and I'm telling people like, we're struggling right now. This industry's hard. Like, you know, yeah. like our revenue has been going down the last couple of years, like significantly. Yeah. And that's just real. Cause like I said, I'm never the guy that's trying to front and be something I'm not, you know, like I have had some success. I earned it all, but yeah, we're, we're in the trenches right now. Like it's real. Like I'm not the next phase for you guys. Are you obviously want to grow? And as far as to answer your question about the staff, honestly, the nice thing about the industry I'm in, and this is, this is why when I kind of figured out what I wanted to do, I I knew I wanted to be in something that was e-commerce where I could sell 24 seven in the world. Yeah. I knew I wanted something I could work from my phone and work from anywhere, yeah. which is nice, right? Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted something with high profit margins because at the end of the day, you got to make money, right? Mm-hmm. And I also knew something where I could, I could do all that with a lower overhead and lower staff. That's right. So like right now, I have myself and three full-time people. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is very light, yeah. right? So that's, that's why I have a full-time media guy mm-hmm. does all my content for all my brands videos, pictures, all that kind of stuff. And then I have like a a social media operations customer service manager. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of have like a warehouse manager and that's it. So who fulfills on shipping out the product? Do you guys do some drop shipping? No, we do everything in house. We have everything in our warehouse and we all pack and ship it all from our warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. We always have, you know, so our hands on it, you know, I, I, my, my thought process is I want everything in house. Yeah. In-house is best. You know, you can control the process, make sure it fits with your culture, your brand. Totally. Whenever you have someone from the outside coming in, it's going to be different than what that's you, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's why everything's yeah. been in-house for us. Yeah. Everything's done in-house. So, yeah. and that's kind of where we're at now, you know? And, and, and the thing is, is obviously I have that company and then I have the coaching mentorship business, mm-hmm. which is amazing because that brings me back to my roots as far yeah. as helping, you know, my main demographic is men. Like as far as I coach some women too, but my main demographic is like men, 30 to 50 okay. fathers. Yep. That's my main demographic. Yep. Helping men being the the best they can be mentally physically and financially and i love working with them is it all kinds of different um like vertically or verticals rather is it or is it just clothing oh it's all kinds all kinds kinds. i you know because i I, you know with my business you know even though it's clothing obviously i have a good amount of clothing people that come to me yeah but i help people with all kinds of businesses but really for me it's mainly the fitness and mindset for sure that's the yeah. biggest thing. Because um, the rest flows from that. The yeah. rest flows from that. Yeah. You know, but obviously I do help people with all kinds of businesses. Yeah. Yeah. And then some people I coach don't even do the business aspect. I have different levels of coaching. If someone's not even interested in business, they don't have a business or they want to start a business and they just do like kind of my mindset fitness side. Okay. So cool. there's different cool. levels. And that's <clears throat> very fulfilling. I yeah. love that, man. Yeah. I'm scaling that and that's one of my favorite things to do because like I said, it takes me kind of back to the kid that was 18 years old, yeah. helping people change their lives through fitness. It's mm-hmm. kind of two in the same cause it still feeds back through fitness. That's right. right. Yeah. So how often do you meet with people when you coach them? Very. Almost every day. I have a okay. good amount of local clients. So yeah. if you're local, I can do in-person meetings. Like I said, the people that aren't local, obviously there's like a zoom FaceTime calls and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, um, locally, Every day, okay. almost, yeah. Okay. As far as I have enough local clients where I have a, at least a meeting or two a day, okay. and then a, a couple of calls a day as well. That's awesome. That's and now awesome. here's the thing, too. I'm trying to scale that as well, and I've gone back and forth with like the group thing because mm-hmm. group is nice because you can get more people in at one time. Yeah. But it's I like the one-on-one, man. I, I definitely feel like it's 
Yeah. There's a lot more. Um, Have you thought about doing both? So like, yeah, yeah. Having like first entry sure. level, yeah, yeah. 197 a yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. lower cost. Yeah, for and sure. And then also like yeah, yeah. charging more. And that's kind of what I'm doing now. Okay. You know? yeah. And I was trying to get that off the ground, but like, yeah. I have so much shit going on in my life. <laughs> it's right it's now. tough. So yeah. it's definitely yeah. tough. So I've been sticking with the one-on-one because I can manage yeah. that a little easier, but um, we'll see. Yeah. I'm figuring are you out. An, are you an idea guy? Like, do, are you like have a thousand ideas a week of, of things you want to do, things you want to accomplish? No. Not really. Accomplish, yes, but not as far as like, I'm not the guy always like chasing something shiny, like as far as ideas, like, like. As far as what I have now, mm-hmm. this is what I'm sticking with. Because yeah. honestly, this is what I love. Yep. I don't need anything else. That's like right. I, honestly, I have, like I said, I have the till you collapse yep. apparel. Yep. I have the coaching mentorship. Yep. I have a car rental business. Okay, I did see that. And then I, I have, I, I'm in the the um, mushroom industry. Okay. It, so, as an investor, are you active in that? Yeah. You're yeah, active. Okay. yeah, yeah, um, and that's you know that's a growing industry as far as that with microdosing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of things. That's four things, you know. That's what I mean, right. and on top of four kids, and I coach teams still and yeah. all that kind of shit. So I got on top of my two workouts mm-hmm. personally a day. So I got plenty of shit going on, that's you know. Right. So as yeah. far as like, you know, the only thing I could say that I, I, I am aspiring to do more than any of this stuff beyond this is just real estate and okay. investing yeah. buying more properties and continuously buying more properties yeah. and yeah. and rent them out and that kind of stuff yeah. just because real estate is really where you know what you guys do and, and for, for sure and regular real estate is where yeah. really wealth is for accumulated sure. it's over time go up. over time yeah. Yeah. yeah you know you have 20 properties over 10 20 years totally and then you hand that down to your kids yeah so that that's yeah. that's as far as all the stuff i have gone that's the only extra thing i'm aspiring to do yeah. is continue to buy more property so when you first started, right, first started till you collapsed, mm-hmm. did you think it would grow to the size it grew to? I didn't really know. You know, like yeah. I said, I, I'm more of a guy, like I definitely set big goals. Mm-hmm. You know, I set bigger goals. But for me, it's just more of I'm more of a smaller goal guy. Yeah. Like I'm more of a day, day, win the day, 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 totally. kind of like the one's foot in front of the other. Yeah. And then it adds up into something. You know, I knew I wanted to have a multi, multi-million dollar company. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, I definitely had that goal. For sure. You know, yeah. um, I don't I don't think I, I don't have any aspirations to have like a nine-figure company. Mm-hmm. Um I did for a little bit, but then when I really learned what goes into that, you know, as far as like all the, all the processes with that and all that. No, it's a different beast. It's a different beast. And as far as like, I think, I think there's a sweet spot for every industry and every individual too. Like, because here's the thing, you're not always making more at that point. Like it's like, sometimes there's a dip process. No, there is. No, there's, there's, there's that peak sweet spot where as far as the, the payoff and revenue and what you actually net is a a good amount for sure and then when you hit that growth factor and you're trying to get to that next level and you're right. grossing more yeah but you're not netting more that's right yeah so it's just figuring kind yeah. of what 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 that looks like yeah. for you you know and i kind of found that out for me you know and mm-hmm. figured it out you know it's what you see a lot of people like they'll scale a company make less money and then you'll see them sell to private equity yeah. so they actually weren't trying to build the business no. they were just trying to have their payday with an exit and yeah. that's smart too. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. you know, and that's, that's, if that's your goal too, you know, yeah. and that's, that's something I've been kicking around as well. Yeah. You know, when, when this thing starts going back in the right direction, yeah. which it will, yeah. do I get it ready to sell it? You yeah. know, cause yeah. that's the thing. And, and that's the thing for me, that's probably the smartest decision with apparel. Yeah. Cause this is always going to be, it's going to be the same thing mm-hmm. every life cycle, you know, that's is with right. apparel. Um, so for me, it's probably good to really get it banging and then sell it and then yeah. move on to something else. That's right. But I do, I do, you know, I do love e-commerce yeah. and I love building brands. Yeah. 
So who knows? You know, but I do love fitness. I want to keep it within yeah. fitness. So I've been trying to figure out maybe. Next so steps. maybe I did lie. Maybe I am always trying to. I'm looking for something else, e-commerce. Because here's the thing: I have a huge customer base. Yeah. So why and you not? have influence, right? You yeah, hundreds of well, thousands yeah, of yeah. Why not sell them something else? That's like right. you know, I could start another company and I would hit the ground running as opposed to starting totally. from zero. Totally. So you yeah. know, I'm just trying to figure out what kind of product to offer. My main demographic is women. Yeah. So that's something I'm kicking around. Yeah. I'll figure something out. Yeah. So yeah. If you did sell, would you go all in? You'd obviously start a new product, but would you go more all in on the coaching, investing, yeah, real estate, side? more of that? Yeah. 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 That's I think that's good, and that opens up even more free time yeah. for my family and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, but I don't know. Here's the thing: I like to work too, man. Yeah. Like I like to work. I couldn't, you know. I enjoy it. It keeps me busy. It gives me something to focus on and do during the day. Like, yeah. I don't think I could, like, you know, sell out for $40 million cash. Yeah. And just and retire. Then, and then, like, yeah. you know, obviously I work out. I can't work out 24-7. You know right. what I mean? I already <laughs> work out right now. I find a way, you know, people say they don't have time. You have time. Like, yeah. I told you everything I do, and I still find time to work out twice totally. in a day. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like. You hit cardio I, in the morning and then lift yeah, afternoon yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, afternoon. I can't do it. My old ass can't do it at night. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so, so I'll do I'll do cardio first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. then I'll lift middle of the day, yep. and then when I'm really trying to shred up, I'll do cardio again at night. Okay. So then that's like two hours a day of exercise at yep. that point when I'm doing that. That's so, right. yeah. but I still have time to run four companies and manage a family and four kids. So it's like, totally. you know what I mean? It's just how you manage your time, you know? You've talked a lot about family. How, how big is that in your life? That's, and, I mean, everything, yeah. man. Yeah. Like I said, my, my, my kids are my everything. Yeah. That, you know, that was, you know, that's, that's why I'm doing all this. And, totally. you know, kids, with me and my kids, like instilling old school values in them is everything, yeah. you know, because I feel like this new generation of kids is, needs help, and yeah. that stems, unfortunately, from the parents, you know. Um, but being the example and and setting the example, and fitness is huge for me. So, like, all my kids are huge in the fitness, totally. and I'm setting that in as a cornerstone for I've them. I've seen your oldest son working yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All, all my awesome. my oldest daughter, my oldest son, and my younger son. Mm-hmm. So, 11, 14, and 16. Okay, they're all pretty actively in working out and nutrition. I've taught them about nutrition and yeah. working out, um, and then my youngest daughter she's only seven but she's she's ready she's not ready yet but she wants it she's like seven going on 17 but um just really like if anything this big for me to pass that passion on to them yeah because with that you know their mindset's gonna come Mm -hmm. they're gonna know about health they're gonna know about fitness so a lot they can get a lot more for me like it's crazy to think about that wasn't the example i was given Mm -hmm. i taught myself i read that book my dad I haven't really seen my dad work out a day in his life. Yeah, that's right. You know, and it's yeah. something I'm most passionate about. It's just kind of crazy when you think totally. about it, but at least they they have a leg up, and yeah. that's why they're as fit as they are at their age, and they're so yeah. accustomed to working out because I've instilled in them from 11, 12 years old, you know? That's right. Yeah. So it's fun. So what do you think? So I don't know if you know about my story recently, but I just lost 95 pounds the last Damn. four months. Congrats, I kind of man. was in this grind of just that's working amazing. long hours, and then I just made a choice. I'm like, dude, I'm so that's sick amazing. of being fat. I'm done 95 pounds in four pound months? Four and a half months. That's a lot. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So I just... Dang. Honestly, I didn't do anything crazy, but no. what I did is I'm eating under 2,000 calories and trying to get 250 grams of protein in. That's it. And then I, I work out two hours a day. Yeah. So I just, I love lifting. Go. I love it. working out. Yeah. What I did previously is I started doing a ton of like sprints or high rep workouts. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I love lifting. 
like take it back to what mm-hmm. I love doing. Yeah. Right? I played division one college football. Nice. So I was in okay. really good shape my whole life. And then just running this company, like, yeah. it was stressful, right? I mean, it's so stressful. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Two things. It's stressful. Yeah. And this always happens and it happened to me as well. Yeah. As soon as you have success, like you start eating better. For sure. You start, For sure. there's nicer eating things. Out more. Yeah. You yes. eat out yeah. more when you yeah. have money and it's yeah. like, you can afford to eat out. You can afford nicer mm-hmm. things and different meals. And, totally. and also, like I said, your free time that you would have focused on working out mm. goes toward building the company. Totally. Right. Yeah. And then I was there too. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, also when you get in a relationship and you get married, you get kind of comfortable too. That's like right. that's, yeah. that's the two times, you know, obviously I was fat as a kid. And the two times that I really fell backwards and gained a lot of weight were for me, like I said, I got up to 250 pounds, yeah. which is a lot for me. I'm only 5'9", you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, I was, when I got in a serious relationship, you yeah. know, and this, I feel like that happened. A lot of men, t- a lot of men can relate to this. You know, you're single, you're top of the game, you're That's fit, right. you're looking for someone, yeah. right? And you're then you got it. Then like, you get it. The goal. You're like, yeah. woo. Yeah. Human nature, lay off yeah, the gas, right? right? And then it's like... That kind of is what happened to me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, then as well as business. It's yeah. like, you know, when, when you reach some sort of success and you put all this effort and free time into building this business, totally. and then you come into some success and you start eating good food and traveling and eating out more, sure. laying off the gas, and yeah. fitness goes on the back burner. Totally. But, you know, as far as where I'm at now, that will never happen again. That's but right. I, I had to take me to go through that to get to the man yeah. I am now. That's right. Because I'm always evolving, right? My mindset is in a different place. Sure. And I realize that it all starts with this, and then that comes after. That's right. Where other things were coming before that. So, yeah. But I just took experience. That's right. That took time, right? Yeah. So and I'm realizing I, even more, too. Like, I was working, you know, 10, 12, 14-hour days. Well, I might only be working eight, nine hours now. I'm way more effective. 100%. The business is moving I'm further I'm gl- I'm gl- because I'm, 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 I'm locked glad, in. Mentally. I'm glad you t- touch base on it. Yeah. So this is something I talk to a lot of people as well yeah. and, and myself as well is my old school mindset was work hard, work hard, totally. work hard, work almost blindly hard. Yes. Right. Yes. And you can get pretty far like that. Cause a lot of people don't even do that. Right. But when you work smart totally. and efficient, yeah. that's where the real magic happens. And then when you work smart and efficient, and hard for sure that's when amazing things happen that's right right? and that's kind of like where i've got to as well and where you said you got you notice like i said and that's and that just comes with experience it does you have to do it to learn right yeah and the thing is like a a weight literally a weight but a weight's lifted off your shoulders when you get in shape you're mentally clear almost spiritually clear like it's 100 percent. yeah Yeah, when you when you when you feel good and you look good it translates to everything like i just had a coaching call with a new client yesterday and it was our first call mm-hmm. and it was just some, and this is why I love doing what I was doing yeah. because like we were on the call and this is the same thing. This guy is, you know, he's uh, 38 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 270 pounds. He's never seen abs his whole life. Mm-hmm. And he's telling me all of his goals, right? He's telling me his mate. I said, what are your goals? He said net worth of 30 million mm-hmm. by the time I'm 45. Mm-hmm. And that's all he said. Yeah. And then within this coaching call, mm-hmm. I was breaking him down. He and he kept referring to football. Okay. He's like football, mm-hmm. football. So he played sports. Yeah. Okay. But listen, he's thirty-eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's been a long time. Yeah. So he kept saying it. And I yeah. stopped him, and I'm pretty like I said, I'm real raw, I'm really direct guy. Especially when you coach to me, like people, these, a lot of times you need tough love because no sure. one else tells you what you yeah. need to well, hear. Well, they're paying, especially for, for men. Yeah. And a lot of times, like I don't like a lot of my people don't even realize they're paying me for that, right? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I don't want to 
hear you talk about football again. I said, when was football? Mm -hmm. And it was like a long pause. I was like, it was over 20 years ago, right? That's right. Yes. I said, that has no, per that doesn't pertain to any of your life right now. Yeah. Stop telling me like, you sound like the old high school football star right. that always talks about <laughs> the past. The and grandpa he's, sitting he's sitting there with a big ass beer gun. Hasn't done any of his life. Yeah. His pinnacle was his high school football, totally. right? Yes. I was like, you don't want to be that guy. And then we set his goals. I said, I want you to set your number one goal as far as to have abs. Mm -hmm. And I dig in with him. I'm like, what's your number one priority in life he's like my kids yeah well I'm, I'm like going the way you're going you realize you're gonna die early right mm -hmm. i'm like do you want more time with your kids that's right yes or no he's like yes i'm like well then your first plan of action because i'm like he's set financially right yeah. obviously he has a goal of 30 million net worth yeah. Yeah, but yeah. he's not far off of that at 38 years old he's totally. doing great right so i'm like i I'm, i expect that you have that's your goal but i'm like how about a goal of living longer mm -hmm and being with your kids and your grandkids. Yep. And just totally, and this is our first phone call within 20 minutes, yep. and then he sent me this huge text after it kind of blew his mind, but it's crazy how people just need that little kick in the ass For and sure. reframe their thinking. Yes. And, and that was just, it's just amazing. Well, what's right? crazy too is, what's gonna happen is he's gonna hit the $30 million net worth. Of course. Because he's, he's gonna, gonna get mentally sharp. He's gonna hit me yeah. on that. I was like, because I promise you, once we get you abs, yeah. and you're at a, confidence level that you've never been totally because he's never literally been never yeah. never yeah i'm like when you feel and look and your confidence is like it's never been and your mindset is like it's ever been you watch what it does that 30 million dollars and it translates totally. over to your business it translates over to your meetings it translates to every interaction sure. with everyone yes and and that's kind of where the conversation went and that's kind right. of what we were just talking about no, right now like thing, like yeah. it's like the confidence you feel in yeah. everything that you do and the thing that i love about it is nobody can take it from you yes like when you walk in a room or when you take off your clothes mm -hmm. like there's no lying there that's like right. there's a lot of faking like wealth and success For and there's sure. a lot of fakers yeah. out there like you can especially with social media yeah you can yeah. fake everything you want on social yeah. media but you can't fake a, a in shape physique for sure because the work it takes and the discipline and nutrition mm -hmm. it takes is like it's the same for everybody. That's right. That's right. And it's harder for some people than others based on your genetics, right? That's right. So. Yeah, there's. it's funny because there was this, I was listening to this guy who was talking about all the quadrants of life. He's like, there's faith, there's obviously fitness, there's family, and then there's business. Well, business is the only one you can delegate. You can't delegate your faith. That's between you and God. Mm -hmm. You can't delegate your fitness. You got to put in the work. Yeah. And you can't delegate your family. You got to spend time with them. 100%. So he was basically breaking down we need to spend more time trying to offload some of this business responsibility yes. so we can spend time with the things yes. that matter to and us. that's hard yeah. as us as business owners cuz a we built this baby from nothing that's right and b and this is the unfortunate truth no one's going to care about it and feel the same way as we do For sure. as much as we build the best team and instill in them mm -hmm. and i've done it and i really haven't gone over that many people as far as turnover because yeah. of the way i treat my employees and the culture what i try to instill in them yes it still blows my mind sometimes even with my best employees mm -hmm. when they show me little signs like you're never gonna care about it like no. even if i like this is our company yeah. like you were part of it yeah, yeah. you're gonna get like i'm very generous you're gonna get out of it what you put into it yeah it's still hard to get them to grasp that. Sure. And just because they're not, no one's wired like us, right? Yep. Most people aren't wired like us. And like I said, it's our baby yep. and it will never be anyone else's baby. Yep. And that's hard to really grasp mm -hmm. at all levels. It always is, right? Because yep. we want 
And sometimes, I don't know if you have, you pour into these people and oh, sometimes yeah. you just like, you can't believe it. Like, you still like don't get it, right? That's right. Yeah. It's and crazy. you want them to. You're like, I almost want to shake you. Yeah. Like, Come on, <laughs> you see what I see for your life. Yeah. But you the know? thing is, it's just, it's just finding the people that you can get close to that, closest to that point as possible yeah. and delegating as much as you can to them. That's right. And that's exactly right. That's right. And having the, the, the faith and mm-hmm. trust in them, right? Yeah. And that's it. So how big, what do you feel like is next for you guys? We talked on it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But you want to scale it, maybe sell it. Yeah. But you're going to focus a ton on the coaching side. For sure. Yeah. Because that's that. that's honestly for me, you know, from mon- monetary standpoint, just yeah. talking about that's the highest profit margin you really can get. Yeah. It's almost purely profit. You're just trading your time for, right? Totally. It's no product. Yeah. It's no, no cost. So. Yes. That's you don't can't really get much more profit than that. That's right. And that's honestly for me, that's the most fulfilling as well, because helping these men and people like that one conversation change their changes life. life yeah. For you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and funny thing is it's like this guy's super successful and it's like pulling teeth to get him to even invest in my lowest cost coaching plan. I know. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. And he already knows. He already's like, I would've you know, he's now he realizes, mm-hmm. but it's like getting that point to people like totally. you do need this. We all need this. Like yes. and for me too, when I first started coaching with Ed and Andy, mm-hmm. that was five years ago, I went from zero coaching, I can do everything myself, yep. to fifty grand my first year of coaching. That's right. Like zero to a hundred, you know, right. and yeah. I'm still coaching yeah. and I still coach, you know, I'm still trying to level up as a man mm-hmm. because I know some, but I do know there's always levels to For everything. Sure. There's yes. so many people yeah. above me. Right. Yeah. And that's why Andy and Ed have coaches and coaches have coaches. For like sure. it always goes there's uphill. Levels. Right. And yes. just having that mindset that you want to learn and get better and knowing that there's someone in a better area than you yep. that knows more well, and a lot of times they'll see your blind spots right like that's what you did on that call yes like he just wasn't even that, thinking no about that's that, the thing and that's know? as as humans that's our nature we yeah. we we see what we see and we were like so focused on one thing that we don't yep. see anything else that's you right. know so that's right yeah man so okay so a couple couple ending questions yeah. so at the end of every show i ask if you had to define excellence what would your definition be so excellence like greatness excellence I would just say greatness and excellence basically is who you are at every moment. Like really the disciplines that define you and what you put out in the world. Because that's what I coach on. That's what I talk about. Like the whole thing I talk about, put the cart back. Like that's one of my biggest things I always talk about. Um, And people just can't seem to grasp that is like how you, we do one thing is how we do everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And, People don't get that. Yeah. They have the mindset that, oh, putting that cart back doesn't matter. Walking past that piece of trash on the ground, regardless if yeah. it's mine or not, totally. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, re-racking the weights, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it doesn't matter. It's a little thing. Yeah. And they don't realize yeah. that mindset is why they never will be successful sure. because yes. the little things do matter. Yeah. What you do in the dark, what you do when you're alone, yeah. who matters. you are to yourself. Yeah. The promises you keep to yourself, totally. only you know, right? And like getting to that place as a mindset is mm-hmm. is everything. Yeah. And I was at a lifetime last yeah. night and you know, the 18, 19 year old yeah, kids. I actually called them out. There was like 15 towels on the ground. Yeah. I'm like, dude, pick up your towels, yeah. bro. Like you guys, it's ridiculous. And the yeah. little things 
lead to medium-sized things. That's and right. the medium-sized things lead to, to big things. And I feel like excellence is like who you are as a person at all times. Totally. Are you genuinely that person at all times? That's not right. just in front of the camera, just not for social media, yep. just not for important for people. Sure. To everybody from the janitor mm -hmm. to the CEO, how you treat them, yep. to, you know, to when no one's watching, who are you actually and what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And then obviously the impact you make and, and the lives you change. That's right. Because for me, like, like, I truly want to see everybody win. Mm -hmm. Like, I have that abundance mindset, like, where I try to pour into every relationship, every coaching session, every friendship, everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I know a little bit, but I also know I don't know a lot. And a lot of people know more than me. Mm -hmm. And I, honestly, at the core, I'm a meathead, bro. Yeah. I love to lift. Mm -hmm. I love to eat protein. I love to practice having babies. <laughs> like, right. yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like driving fast cars That's and racing. Right. Like, yes. I'm a very simple man. Like, yeah. I'm a very simple man. And, you know, um, but I know what I am and I own it and I have pride in it and I'm not trying to be anything I'm not. That's right. And that's all times, yep. regardless who you are, regardless of where I am. Like, that's just it, totally. right? Yep. Um, but I am trying to inspire and motivate. I am trying to help people realize I'm this kid that kind of came from nothing mm -hmm. and turned $300 into this. And and it's possible for other people to do it too. Now, now I'm not one of those guys that thinks everyone can do entrepreneurship because yeah. yeah. everybody can't. Yeah. Everybody can't. No. It's just reality. Yeah. That's why there's, you know, most people that work eight to five, nine to five, and that's all they do yeah. because – you know, there, there is certain things that we have. This is why we're, That's right. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and not everybody's meant to. No. I think self-awareness is big. I always tell people, I'm like, yeah. do you really want that? Or did you see Brian on Instagram? Yeah. And it's like, oh, that looks they cool. Don't, they don't realize. Because yeah. they don't realize the stress and the pressure is like, mm -hmm. everyone handles that shit differently. That's right. And I'm very good at handling it, obviously, because yeah. I have the stress and pressure of the world, right? right? You it's know, a as a CEO and an owner, like, you yeah. know, you don't get, yeah. you crumble like the shit that you bitch about and cry about and crumble over is like not even a second thought to me that's right. you know what i mean yeah, so it's yeah. like we're not all totally. the same right yeah. it's and that's mindset yeah. turns on a mindset yeah. and it's been this 29 years of mindset that's right. right it's like you just started mindset a year ago mm -hmm. and you're 40 years old yeah. good luck to 29 years that's from 40 right. like yeah. there's something there's something in that time frame yeah. that experience right? That's right um so i feel like that's my answer to that and just like i said instilling those values and, and your kids and legacies. And yeah. just like I said, just being a good person and being a real person nowadays is just, is I feel like it's rare. Super you know, rare. You know, real, genuine, straightforward. Mm -hmm. Do what you say. That's like one of my core values. Yeah. Like, you do what you say. Yeah. Like, how many people don't do what they say? All and, the time. And, and do what you say from the, like I said, going back to the, how you do one thing, how you do everything, the littlest things. Totally. Like, I get, I get, like, I'll get fired up if someone tells me the littlest thing mm -hmm. and they don't do it yeah and i'm just because like that's not how i operate mm -hmm. like if i tell you i'm gonna like be here at you know whatever the example is yeah. you know what i mean like but you well, get to today right you'll be here at 11 well yeah. you showed up yeah. Right? yeah i was exactly. there at 11 yeah. you know and honestly i almost did forget yeah i was so busy and i had another appointment <laughs> yeah. but i made it and i'll just yeah. be real with you i'm yeah. so busy and that's one of my weaknesses i'm i'm horrible organization yeah i always have been for sure and you didn't even send me a reminder yeah but you remember <laughs> i remember i was i would love you sent me a text oh, this morning or something yeah. but like I, I saw something in my email I, I i just got done filming content i got done with a coaching call i got back and i had something else i had something else somebody wanted to schedule 11 15. Mm -hmm. And like I said, this is me being raw and real. That's, That's right. who I am. I just like you real. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I, I saw, my, I was going through my email. I saw your email reminder, and I saw eleven. I'm like, 
podcast and it was in person, yeah. jumped in the car, canceled <laughs> everything else, I rode down here. Because cool. for me, that's very important. For me, like being on time is actually being early. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm a very, very on top of that. Like, yeah. I don't like being late. Like, that's big to me. Like, it means something because yeah. that's like a reflection of who you are. Yeah, Ed just did a story. I don't know if you saw it the other no, day. But he, he's like, he had two calls and he's like, one dude showed up at 11:20, and the other guy showed up at 11:10. He's like, "We're nine days into the year, and you can't show up on time. This is yeah. ridiculous, you know." And especially to him, it's like, I would show, well, show up on time. Like, to that like I said, yeah. the little things are telltale time yeah. in your character, yep. and those little things do matter because they tell who your character is. That's right. Yes, and that's important to me. Character is important, and important now more than ever because I feel like people that have character, people that do that they that they say, mm. people that actually work hard and go the extra mile they're the rarity now right. so actually now i feel like mm -hmm. as far as like entrepreneurship and it's easier to stand out totally. now than it ever was i did a video but, on that yesterday yeah i think it's literally the easiest thing in the world because everybody's at the bottom chasing this like 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 the the baseline standard was like here and now it's like here that's right it's exactly right and like it was here and i was up here yeah and yeah. now it's like what now, the now it's like yeah yeah win even bigger yeah it's crazy yeah. man yeah. it's just it's just but I, I feel like how old are you uh 32 i'll be 33 oh, so you're a little so, younger yeah. but you're still up there a little bit but yeah. like i feel like this age demographics is that we're it's different it's like totally like different. this this next good luck to this world know, next, and there's the outlier yeah there's yeah, the outliers yeah, like us but yeah. like i said every every generation it gets washed down and it down does. like my kids will be like me and hopefully they're hopefully they'll carry it on but For like sure. it gets less and less right yeah. it's crazy in like 100 years good luck yeah man. who knows yeah have, or luck. we need like some revival yeah or something. i don't know yeah okay so so last question we and we've hit on it a lot but yeah. what legacy do you want to leave behind Honestly, the legacy is, I feel like my children, man, my children, like we just said right there, my children having those values like we talked about, mm -hmm. discipline, work ethic, yeah. good human beings that treat people how they want to be treated. That's right. Right. That are kind, that shake people's hands hard, look them in the eye, For sure. say hi to people. Yes. Like, you know, just like yeah. Yeah. it's the simple shit, but it's like. The crazy thing is these simple things are everything. Yeah. And when you really dig into what they what comes from them, mm -hmm. a lot comes from them, That's you right. know, and, and teaching them those values and then them teaching my grandkids and my oh, grandkids. And for me, that's and their friends, they're in and their friends, too, because so my, ki my kids bring in their friends that's and right. I talk to them and and I love dealing with the youth and stuff like that. So it's like that is legacy really for, sure. for me it's not monetary you know yeah. money comes and goes i could have nothing again and i'd be fine with it because i know how to get it again right so it's like for me it's more the values mm -hmm. and what it takes and, and and the process to get what i've gotten that's, right. that's more the legacy mm -hmm. teaching that to my kids my coaching clients that kind of stuff yeah. that's more the legacy because my coaching they carry that on hopefully that's they right. carry it on to their kids so that's more of a legacy of those values and those those things that help them be successful as men and business owners and fathers that's more of a legacy right that's yeah. that's what i feel like for me at least totally. you know yeah. so yeah. so where can people find you know if they do want to do coaching or anything like that so for me it's just you? my first and last name okay. at okay. brian nabavi okay that's instagram and facebook all okay. that kind of stuff yeah. and then the brand is till you collapse but i really don't have that men men many men's clothes that's i have right. some yeah. i have some yeah. but uh, like i Mostly said that's women, where yeah. the brand is but okay. yeah man i just like i said i love honestly i would love off camera us to have more of a conversation because i don't even honestly know 
I'd like to know your story. That's right. And know what you do. Yeah. And I don't yeah. really. I mean, I know what you do. Yeah. Even yeah, yeah, from yeah. what I've looked at, That's I right. researched yeah. you a little bit. No, but I'd I really love like to, to know. You know. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure you shared it somewhere. You can even send me a podcast episode. But like I said, no, I, I, I just like to know because, especially locally, like-minded people, it's nice to just have big time. Have yeah, these relationships. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd love to come by your. Yeah, office come by there. Yeah, yeah. yeah come. Maybe hit a workout. Yeah, yeah, come by. Yeah, I mean, you're on your way, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm how much did you weigh? I'm not sharing until I lose all of it. So until I have that six pack, then I'm going to do like a whole okay documentary okay. of it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Too much though. Too yeah. much. Too much. Well, that's good. You're on yeah. the right direction, yeah. dude. That's yeah. all that matters, yeah. right? It doesn't matter where we've been, it matters where we're going, right? right? That's the thing. It's like it may as long as you learn from it. Oh, right? yeah. but no, it'll never like happen. Like we say, yeah. don't dwell on it. Right? I was in Hawaii actually. This was the turning moment. I was Let in me Hawaii. Guess. I know. Let me hear. I and know. I literally I'll tell you. sat there. I'm like, why am I fat in Hawaii? And I just yeah. had this moment, like, I'm never gonna be fat again. I'm gonna yeah. go to Hawaii, I'm gonna have a six pack, and I'm gonna be yeah. ripped the next time I come here. Yeah. Like it's never happening again. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's it wasn't like this crazy moment. That's a lot. Like, well, what I was going to say is what always happened with me is when I see it in pictures. Yeah. It's almost like you don't realize it. Like, you know, yeah. I know. But like when you the way we see ourselves, right? But then when you see a picture. It's different. And you're like, what the you're fuck? Like, How did this happen? That's every yeah. day I hit me. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck this. Oh, you know, so, and yeah. just totally transformed it from yeah. there, you know. But that's, that's awesome. Too. I'm proud of you. Yeah. If you need anything, let me know, man. Okay. Like I said, you're obviously doing something right. Mm-hmm. 95 pounds is four months. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. But here's the thing: you Not hit on, lose, you, you hit it on the head. Yeah. Um, based on your protein, you told me and your calories, mm-hmm. that's perfect. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, here's the thing: and nutrition is the biggest part. That's right. You know, I mean, yeah. the workouts are great and working out's fun, but you guys have always heard this: you can't out train a that's bad right. diet. Trust me, I've tried. Yeah, I've yeah, tried, me too, me too. but uh, yeah. you can't do it. So, like it's you tough. said, that 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 calorie amount, and that protein amount, that sounds solid. That yeah. that'll get you down far. Sure. Just you have to. And it's easy it. for me to stick to too. That's, that's what it. I realize is like. What can I do forever? It's just a lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not a diet. Yeah. This is how you eat. Totally. This is who you are. Yeah. It's your lifestyle. That's and right. once you think about it that way and it's not a diet, because mm-hmm. those come and go, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did keto. I mean, I, it's been a four-year journey for me of like it, just going back and forth. Yeah. I tried keto. I tried paleo. I'm like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Well, that's good that you've tried that though, because yeah. like yeah. we said, you have experience. Totally. And that's, and I tell people all the time, you, you're going to lose more than you win. Yeah. Get used to losing for sure because you get experience from that. And you use that experience to win, and that's you've used those experiences, those different diets, diets to find this one, right? That's right. That's, that's right. it, man. Yeah. Awesome, bro. Well, I appreciate yeah. you. Appreciate you, man. you, man. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. We'll stay yeah. in touch. Hell yeah. Right. Thank you.